Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one Aragorn-filled minute at a time. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is our friend Ali Coluccio. Hello! Yay! Yay! Yay. <laughs> uh, and today we're going to be talking about Minute 69, which starts <laughs> with... I'm, so, I'm glad I'm not the first one who did this. <laughs> Which starts with Aragorn singing and ends with Saruman's twisted hand over the Palantir saying, the power of Isengard is yours to command, is or as at command? your command. Yeah. He's talking to he's talking to an ominous red eye in the middle of the Palantir. Just floating. Just floating there. Totally not creepy and 100% normal. <laughs> yeah. Totally not evil. <laughs> Do we see his fingernails in, like, wizard fight? Yes. I don't remember them being this gross. Very long. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you kind of see them, but like this is like extreme close, close up. up. Yeah. So, you know, that's a thing. Yeah. It's it's, it's how you can tell he's gone evil. His long yeah. fingernails. <laughs> yeah, you know, his long, unkempt fingernails. It's a sure sign of evil. I guess. I mean, cleanliness and godliness or whatever. Right? <laughs> Whatever that old adage is. <laughs> Cleanliness is next to godliness. Mm. Yeah. Gross fingernails is next to evilness. Yeah. That's right, you know. Is, is the very well-known second part of that quote, I'm sure. <laughs> right, you know. As you do. As you do. So this is one of Peter Jackson's favorite scenes that he had to cut. Oh, Aragorn <clears throat> singing? Yeah. He really wanted to keep it because it tells you a lot about who Aragorn is as a character. Mm -hmm. But some other members of the uh, some other members of the studio and the production team looked at this scene and said, "This doesn't make any sense for this to be here because we don't know anything about Aragorn yet, and without knowing anything about him, the sadness that he has here and like what he's talking about has no context." Yeah, so it's purely like a a book thing. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I and I get that it's like an inkling of okay, there is something deeper to this shadowy ranger character. Um, but yeah, like you don't have the like we don't know that he's at this point we don't know that he's Aragorn, right? Like right. we just know that he's like a creepy dude who possibly knows Gandalf, right? Saved some and, hobbits and is annoyed. <laughs> yeah, and he said. And in, in the previous minute, he said the, the house of Elrond, and we haven't met Elrond yet. Mm -hmm. And we don't know who Arwen is. Yeah. So this this moment with Aragorn has a lot to do with stuff that we haven't been introduced to. So it really kind of belongs later in the movie, if you were going to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't I think really it... belong here. Yeah. And I think it works as a short scene here, because you can tell that it's foreshadowing without having to um but, but without feeling too lost yeah yeah you know? it doesn't feel like super duper out of place mm -hmm. to me at least but that's because i have at least the context of the book yeah like if you if for some reason if if this was in the theatrical version of the movie and you have never read the books and you went into this blind this is a scene that probably would give you a lot of questions mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it works um, not from a, like a plot standpoint, but from like a world building standpoint. Yeah. Which is why I'm okay with it. Yeah. Being in the extendeds. Um, 
but for the theatrical, it does kind of slow down the pace a little more. Hmm. Yeah. And there is kind of that weird whiplash from, like, him telling Frodo about, you know, this this elf maiden who ends up dying because she loves a mortal. And then you have, like, creepy Saruman fingers. Creepy Saruman hands. <laughs> so. Saruman hands. Yeah. Saruhans. Um, Saruman. Sar. I don't know. Sauron. <laughs> Sar. 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 <laughs> Why are the names so similar? Why did he do that? I know, I don't know. I imagine it's totally on purpose. That's the, like, one of the cardinal rules of storytelling. Is that is... names are easy to differentiate? Yeah, yeah, don't name your characters the same. same. Saruman, Sauron. Sauron. Yeah. Yeah. It starts and ends with the same letters. The same sounds. Yeah. Like, and the same sounds. It's like... They both start with a sa sound. It's and a sound. Yeah. And they both have an R in the middle. Well, I think Sauron, like, because Saruman in the book is a little less of a threat anyway, and they wanted to kind of up him as, like, yeah. a, so it makes sense, you know, to, I mean, they would have kept it anyway, but yeah. I don't know. It must be a linguistics thing. Yeah. I imagine it. That's, you know, that's what I chalk everything up to with Tolkien. It's like, it's probably some linguistics thing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also thinking that it was like, would you maybe not think the wizard with the really similar name to the giant evil thing would right. maybe have a correlation earlier than when they do? Yeah. Yeah, like I remember the first time I read The Fellowship of the Ring. That confused me. That is actually a thing that I was just like, why do these two guys have basically the same name? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, because he's also bad. Yeah, it's like, yeah. how did how did Darth Vader not know that there were Skywalkers walking around? Yeah. For like right? 20 years before they find Luke. Really? Luke Skywalker. This guy's name is Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he literally has your same last name. <laughs> yeah, they didn't change it. Yeah. Well, you know, you, well, know I mean, were... you know Ben and Baru, like, <laughs> I mean, Owen and Baru. Yeah. Wrong well, you know, he hates sand so much. He just never wanted to go home. Yeah. No, there's nothing on Tatooine. We'll go in that place. <laughs> you know. What? We talk about Star Wars a lot. We do. Well, I mean, it's, it's like the other trilogy. It's true. It's the original trilogy. It's yeah. the other. Uh, it's the other like amazing epic, right? Hero yeah. story. Like I, I, this is. I get so annoyed when people call Star Wars science fiction because it's not. It's fan. It's a fantasy epic in space, right? Like, it's like yeah. Lord of the Rings in space. As um, what was it? Was it Kevin when we were talking to? Yeah. when he was on the on the on the podcast. He said, "You know, there's no science in that fiction." Right. Because he was like, he, yeah. he was saying the same. He was like, it's space fantasy. Yeah, and yeah. I always, I've always referred to it as science fantasy. I, I just call it Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever I've, whenever I've referred to it by like a genre, I usually call it sci-fan. It, I think it's just easier to lump it into sci-fi because sci it's all like robots and technology. It, yeah, it's like space and and robots and stuff. Right, but it's, but at its yeah. core, it is like yeah. the hero's journey. Yeah, and and it, instead of elves, there's... There's magic. There's aliens. There's magic. There is magic. And there's magic. The force is okay. magic. The hokey religion. Yeah. Instead yeah. of elves, you've got Yoda, I guess. Yeah. So, he's also got pointy ears. He's got fine. whatever Yoda is. <laughs> yeah. 
So this is the first time they mentioned Baron and Luthien in, in this movie. Maybe the only time they mentioned Baron and Luthien? They must. I think they, I think they do mention them again. Um, I think, I think later on yeah. when Elrond is speaking to Arwen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's probably more when it... Because we, we yeah. watched this all the way through before we started doing this. And now we're just watching it minute by minute and watching mm-hmm. it minute by minute. It's hard for me to keep in my brain the things that happen later and like when they happen and how they happen. It's fine. You know, which is fine. <laughs> no, I mean, like in, I think it's in Two Towers or Return of the King where she has that weird dream. Yeah. And he's talking to her about it. It's true. Is that Return oh. of the King? It's been a real, it's been a while. I don't know. Shrug. <laughs> I, Two Towers and, and Return of the King just melds, meld in my brain. Yeah. Together. It's hard to, it's hard for me to, because the last time I watched all these movies was in like one 12 hour stint anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> all my favorite individual scenes for the most part are in Two Towers. So. Yeah. That movie is like, in some ways, the clearest for me to remember. I think Fellowship is the most quotable. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Like different scenes stand you know, out. I have no memory better. of this place. Yeah, you know. One does not simply walk into Mordor. My axe, my sword, my bow. Yeah. yeah. Second breakfast. Second breakfast. It comes in pints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many good quotable lines in this one. I I don't know. I I just I like this scene, even though it's it's just you know kind of fan wanky. Yeah, it is a little like it. It this. Even if this were to like stay in the theatrical cut, it's mostly a thing for the fans. It's not really a thing for like first-time viewers. Yeah. And but if think... for some reason the extended is the first version of this movie you ever saw, and you never saw this in theaters, you didn't read the books, you're just like, oh hey, there's an extended edition of this movie, I'm gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure that there's some handful of people that do that. Yeah. Um, and you watched this. This scene makes so much more sense and has so much more weight on a second viewing, or like once you know the context. Yeah. That it's hard to, like, separate from the scene, like, once you know. Yeah. And it really lends to being like, you know, that's a really cool scene because it adds so much to this character in relatively few words. Mm -hmm. Because Vigo Mm. does a fantastic job with his facial expressions in the scene, like, coming across with such, like, he has so much on his mind. Yeah. Mm. And it really comes through. And it's not necessarily, like, sad. I think it's um it's like sorrow and longing and guilt. Yeah. Yeah. It's guilty. I I it's like guilty is the word I think. It's yeah. it's more about guilt than it is about sadness. Yeah. Cuz like Frodo asks him about it and he's very uncomfortable like even talking about it. Yeah. Cuz I don't think he's had to really explain it to anybody before. Yeah. And also he's like just met these hobbits. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's like mind your own business, dude. Yeah. Go Jeez. back to sleep, Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stay here with my sadness and my pipe. <laughs> my sadness pipe. My sadness pipe. I don't want to kill my girlfriend. <laughs> I, don't I mean, he's not going to kill her. I mean, that's how he feels about it, though. Yeah, yeah. no, but that, and that's and I think that's how he as a character sees it. Like it's a death sentence for her. If she yeah. loves me, my love has killed her. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but he's not, like, gonna, like, stab her or anything. Oh, no. It's just, I mean, and he lives to be, like, what, 250 years old yeah. or something? And I don't remember how much she lives him by. Yeah. So oh. it's not, like... 
I saw this post on Tumblr. Sorry. This is related, I promise. Oh, no worries. Um, About how how if dogs look at humans, like humans look at elves. Oh. Like they just think we live a really long time like elves. Oh my god, that makes me so sad. But the good ones bond with us anyway. Oh, that kills me. No. (laughs) Now I just want to hug my cat. Well, I mean, yeah, from from your pet's perspective, (laughs) you age so slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Which must be how, like, humans look at elves. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But how old is Arwen? Like, thousands of years old? Yeah. I think she was alive when Sauron fell. Really? I think so. I'm not 100% sure. Elrond is very old. Yeah. Right. Well, I thought he said that... Oh, no. He says it was 3,000 years ago when he saw... Um, Because he does the whole thing about, like, the ring. Yeah. I was there the day man fell, or the day man failed. Yeah. And I think... I couldn't remember if he said he was 3,000 years years old or if that was 3,000 years ago. Oh, no, he because he's that's 3,000 years ago. He looks the same in the prologue and the prologue is when an elf reaches reaches adulthood from that day forward. Right. They never age. Right. So I think Arwen must be at least it's in it's in the appendices. It is in the appendices. I never I can never remember exactly how old she is. I want to. She's very old. It's something absurd. It is. She's at least a thousand. (laughs) I think it's, I want to say it's 1400, but I could just be making She's up. as old as the Shire. Oh, yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say that she was, like, born not too long after Sauron fell. Yeah. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. So, like, Elrond. Or may, or may have even been alive when, when Sauron fell. Elrond comes home from war, and he's just like, yes, my child. And she just, like, springs from his it was, head. She's one of the elf born. baby boomers. Like, they came back from fighting <laughs> Sauron. Sauron <laughs> fell, everybody goes back, they have a lot of babies. Like, elves, I think Sauron Tops is supposed to be, like, social four or five thousand years really old. Heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think Elrond is supposed to be, like, four or five thousand years old himself. Right. So. Yeah. Is that before or after three thousand years ago, though? I think that's including that. Oh, okay. So he's, you know, he's a yipper, yipper snipper. Elves are thousands of years old. Hmm. It's just so weird. It's hard yeah. to, like, wrap my brain around. Right? Especially when you think about... Especially when you start to apply, like, some sort of uh, real-world psychology stuff to this, or, like, brain study. Yeah. And the idea that, like, as we age, time seems to move faster... Because each moment is increasingly becomes a smaller and smaller percentage of our total experience. Right. So it seems to move faster and faster. So when you're thousands of years old. Right. Dude. So weird. How how fast does a day seem like it blinks by? I know. <laughs> I was talking to Bob a couple of decades ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was talking to Bob last week. Dude, that was like 200 years ago. Bob's dead. <laughs> Last week. Like... Man, that's so sad. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, so elf age is a, is a strange thing. Yeah. We'll have to do more research into that the week that Arwen shows yeah. up. Yeah, and Aragorn's like 10 when he meets Arwen for the first time. Yeah, he's like... Nine or ten. It's like an Anakin Padme situation. Oh, yeah. It's like an adult weird. and a kid. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Why do people think that's a cute? No, I don't even like it when they do well, it with Ginny Weasley. Well, like, I think yeah. Well, I mean, isn't isn't Padme like, only God, supposed to be fourteen? Yeah, like movie. I think I think with nine that, and fourteen. I think is their ages in the first yeah, movie in Star Wars. It's just that they they look. It's like the kid looked yeah. like he was five. The, and, yeah, the kid looks five, and she's you know Natalie Portman is like twenty years old. Yeah, like. Like it was, I think it was supposed to be like like a five year age gap, which is weird at that point, but not. But by the time, super, like, super, but like when he's eighteen and she's twenty three, that's not that weird. Yeah, still a little weird. Yeah, it's still a little weird. I don't know. But like when he's twenty and she's twenty five, that's not weird. Not really. Yeah. By yeah. the time he's twenty five, she's thirty. Like. I mean, yeah, like the older. You no, get... then it gets weird because you know he's just like, killing little right. baby yeah. Jedi. That's, that's what makes that relationship weird. It is what makes that relationship weird. Oh, I, watched the, I watched the second one of the prequels. Is that Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh the Yes, Attack of the Clones. Oh, the and there's, this, there's this scene where it's supposed to be like flirty and adorable and they're like, they have that picnic and like she's talking about like the Senate and like democracy and he's like wouldn't fascism just be easier lol and she's like oh you're so funny you're making fun of me and i was like no why how do you that's why is that a meat cute that's a red flag that's a deal breaker girl i know <laughs> but she don't loves him the fascism joke you don't have to laugh as if it's not funny <laughs> oh my god that's oh. ridiculous oh, oh. Star Wars. <laughs> That scene is so bad. I just, I, I want there to be, like, other young Obi-Wan Kenobi movies just so I get, like, good Ewan McGregor Obi-Wan Kenobi I, movies. I, I just want him to play older Obi-Wan, like, pre-movie four in an Obi-Wan movie. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. That's all I want. I just want Ewan McGregor to play Obi-Wan again. I don't care what in what context. <laughs> So I'm looking at the appendices, and according to this timeline, um, apparently Aragorn moves to Rivendell when he's two. Okay. But oh. I don't know if Arwen is there. Okay. That that would be weird. But yeah, no, he was born in 2931, and he moves to Rivendell in 2933. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, you know, he's known Ar he's known Arwen since he was a child. Yeah creepy right but like i feel like that's got to be weird because like with the whole like elf timeline thing yeah like i feel like weren't you a baby two seconds ago <laughs> like, but like in that way maybe it, maybe they also don't view it in that weird it's like oh yeah, yeah sure you were maybe like two seconds ago but like now you're a full-grown dude like it doesn't matter time is irrelevant because i lived for thousands of years that's the worst pickup yeah, line i've ever true. heard yeah. <laughs> sure you were a baby 10 seconds ago but whatever it's fine time is irrelevant call me <laughs> call, call me, me maybe <laughs> hey like, i just like met you vampires and high school girls <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> twilight <laughs> buffy even yeah i mean buffy, yes you know. twilight yes twilight but also buffy no twilight no twilight <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know, like, but even Angel Buffy is, like, weird. Yeah, and Spike Buffy, yes. too. Like, hmm, you're, like, 16, and he's, like, 600? Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think 
I don't think he's that old. Like, I feel I, like he turned I know, like it's hyperbole. <laughs> I think he's like 400, though. He's yeah, because he's already, he's already like 200. He's already a vampire when they turned Spike, and Spike's, and Spike's from like the almost, 1800s. Spike's from like the 1830s? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe they are older. So I think I Angel's know, like 400. Puffy shirt times. Angel is like, um... Angel is like Renaissance, and then... Really? Or like not like... too long after that, maybe maybe not Renaissance. Well, no, because he's Irish. I mean, they had an they had a, like a, a British Renaissance, but yeah. that was later than the Italian Renaissance. I I want to say that Angel is pre-colonial. Yeah. I want to say that Angel is pre-colonial, and then Spike is like Victorian. Victorian. Yeah. So. Maybe so like, we're talking about one of my other favorite things. Yeah, I haven't seen Buffy. In we need to watch time. Buffy again. <laughs> I love Buffy. But I feel like Spike Buffy is less creepy because at that point, Buffy's like over 18. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she's... She's in college she's in when, they're, when they're... Yeah. Well, like, his obsession with her doesn't really start until after season three. Right. Yeah. Whereas Angel is, like, obsessed with her from the get-go. I mean, that's that's a whole other... Like, Spike Buffy is a whole other can of worms, but... Yeah. It's still... But I mean, like, <laughs> the beginnings of those respective relationships are, like... With Angel, it's before she's 18. With Spike, it's after she's 18. Yeah. Because she's, what, a junior? No, she's, she's a, sophomore. a sophomore. when she meets Angel. It's season two. Yeah. No, season one. But she meets Angel season one. And yeah. then all the, like, ridiculous Angel stuff happens in season two. Yeah. Hmm. We are so far off track. It's fine. It's fine. Everyone should be used to this by now. We're over an hour into the movie. Elves and stuff. Elves. <laughs> Immortality, yeah. vampires, vampires, <laughs> Buffy. We're it here now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're here now. We're here now. How are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, now I'm thinking about like a what we do in the shadows type movie, but with elves. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like thirty days a night. Roommates in downtown Wellington. <laughs> That'd be the gr- oh man. Or just think of any vampire horror movie and replace it with elves. <laughs> It's like Lost Boys with elves. With elves. Just, they're elves instead of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'd be into that. I'd be all over that. Right? Elves are my jam. 30 days of night, but a bunch of cannibalistic elves come out of the no, woods. No, why are they cannibalistic? Because they're eating people. I don't want them to eat people. <laughs> I was going want... to say, like, then that's like the weird thing. It's like, what happens with them? They wouldn't be cannibalistic because they're eating people. They're not eating elves. Uh, it depends on what you define as cannibalism. Semantics. <laughs> it depends on what you define Semantics. as cannibalism. Man, if it's another sentient humanoid. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. Elves eating people. La la la. I mean, we were talking about horses eating deer not too long ago, so that's cool. true. That's true. You're graduating in our in, in this we're, in our horror genre. <laughs> we're moving up the ladder. Soon there, soon there will be xenomorphs in Middle Earth. Uh, what? The alien. No, I know what a xenomorph is. <laughs> yeah. Soon. Instead of a horse, it's that's what the Nazgul You get a ride. weird stunted one if it comes out of a dwarf. No, that's so scary. <laughs> oh my god. So you can find us on DuelingGenre.com. <laughs> Email us, contact at LordOfTheRingsMinute.com. Twitter at LOTRMinute. Tumblr, LOTRMinute.tumblr.com. You can find us on Facebook. Oh my god. iTunes, where you should leave us a five-star review. You can listen to Scott, Nick, and Cassandra on The Doctor's Companion. Scott and Nick on Back to the Future Minute. The three of them uh, write, produce, and direct Geek by Night. Mm -hmm. You can also listen to 
Harry Potter Minute on DuelingGenre.com, hosted by Gary and Victoria. You can support us on Patreon at DuelingGenre.com slash support. We also have a one-time donation button and merchandise. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. Thank you again for joining us today, Allie. Thank you. Um, Although now I'm thinking of the doctor and elves. (laughs) Yes. And vampires. You know, why not? (laughs) Or, you know, Harry Potter and, like, legitimate elves. I'm... uh... Not house elves, but, like, just just replace the house elves and they're all, like, Legolas. (laughs) They're all, like, really skillful little people, like, little elves. Why would they be like little though? Would they still be tiny, yeah, no, like they're, pocket size? They're still tiny, like, oh. but they're they're like Tolkien elves, but they're all house elf size, <laughs> and they don't do magic. They're just awesome. It's like it's like a like a like a like a chibi uh, Legolas, tiny. yeah, like chibi Legolases. That's a house elf now. I want one. Yeah, get me one. It's just like elf, go get me some food, and it like goes off into the woods and hunts, and like it brings stuff back. It can't do magic. It's just God has all, all the skills of Legolas. I hope mine is a smart Can walk ass. on snow. And it's like, all right. And then he just like aims his arrow with like a rope attached to the end and like gets a donut from off the table and like reels it in. He's like, here you go. Right. Yeah. Anyway, everyone have a great <laughs> Thursday. Um, And special thanks. I already said that. Oh, okay. Yay. I don't know. I got distracted by Chibi Legolas. <laughs> Tomorrow's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.